Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi guys, welcome to Mostly Lit. Before we start the show, we just wanted to make sure that you guys have got your tickets to the London Podcast Festival, where we will be there doing a live show on the 12th of September at 7.30 p.m. Yeah, we're going to be at King's Place in London somewhere. So make sure that you <laughs> like, click in the, in the link in bio and get your tickets and tell your friends and come through. And yeah, it's one not to miss. So make sure that you get your tickets. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get on with I'm the show. Great. I'm Alex Reed. Okay, well, welcome back to another episode of... Mostly And welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Hmm? <laughs> I'm good. Just drinking your tea. I'm drinking my coffee. Your quite oh, that smells good. My coffee. My oh, coffee. I want one. I haven't had one. This is why I might be a bit grumpy today. Oh man, I have. To, I feel like I've got an addiction. So do I. So I have to have one a day. I have to have one in the morning. Yeah, one in the morning. Yeah. Um, and if I don't have one in the morning, I, I'm not grumpy or anything. I just feel sleepy. Oh, I don't feel like you know what I mean I don't yeah. feel grouchy I just feel like oh it'd be nice just to have a little coffee yeah I'm grouchy definitely you know what I mean it's nice though it's nice though welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit guys um, I hope you are all good I know we've been away for a little bit but everything, but life has been in the way of doing what he needs to do so, yeah yeah Ray's so, been having a great time Ray's been away Wait, yeah. Was yeah, we've been away. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah. So this episode is going to be quite a free flowing one. Um, it's a catch up. It's, it's a, a catch up episode. It's, it's a, a hey, we back. It's a hey, um, what's going on? What are we reading? What we're we writing? What we're we doing? Yeah, um, where we've been? What we've seen? What all of that stuff? So a bit of news here and there. Yeah, a bit of news here just and there. The latest in literature, yeah. pop culture. Yeah, and just just chatting really. Yeah. So how's everything been? Um, like Afro Nation, like what was oh that? my what was that like? god, it was a vibe, guys. Mm. It was, I think, one of the best trips I've taken, and it wasn't even like a bougie bougie trip. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the standards had to be met, but it was so nice. Everyone was so happy. Like, ah, oh, obviously, and also, don't like I was in VIP, and I'm literally like 
money well spent mm. because it, I could not do the other stuff. Yeah. Um, the sand, I was like, VIP was amazing. Like everybody who was in VIP was like, yes. Mm-hmm. The food was great. Like they had, we had went on a boat party, which was amazing. Met people who like you meet your friend on the road and you're like, oh my God, hey. <laughs> it was so fun. Like so fun. And I can't wait to Afronation Ghana because I really Oh, you're gonna head out to Ghana? Yeah, so going I'm to, gonna uh, Is it in Accra? Accra, yeah. So I'm like, but inshallah by the grace of God, um <laughs> I just have to put it out there. Yeah, yeah. Um I I'm so excited because this year I really want to go to Nigeria for like that Christmas period Mm -hmm. because my friends always go and I'm always super jealous because I'm just here watching on Instagram while everyone's having fun and my FOMO is just hitting me up Mm -hmm. badly so I was like you know what this year I have to go and visit and then Boxing Day I'm going to fly out to Ghana Mm -hmm. to go on a wind collective trip oh okay Um, shout out to the wind collective amazing like also like for me anyway this year has it was literally like have to travel have to see the world i have to put myself out into the world um it was very important that that happened for me this year and i went now i've been on two been on one wind collective trip to miami for my birthday Mm -hmm. and then i went to a community wind collective trip to marseille a few uh, weeks back and that was phenomenal i just trust them like they have a really good team um just beautiful people that go on it it's always vibey they always have a give back session which I loved about giving back to the community yeah I like that yeah and at the end everyone like sits around in a circle and they're like you know what to so tell us about your highlights of this trip and that always gets me so emotional because you just really reflect on your time yeah so in Ghana I think we'll be doing Afrochella but I'm also um, low-key I will have to get an Afro-Nation ticket mm. so I can go and mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's it that's really good so I've it's just like yeah Afro-Nation's amazing came back and it's just been quali- like finished my training contract mm-hmm. whoop whoop yeah so I from the 2nd of September will be a qualified lawyer mm-hmm. first of all don't chat to me <laughs> <laughs> Now you've been through some things. I keep saying, right? Like through some things. Like, like from the second of September. Even now, like, obviously, I'm on a, a big long break until I start my new job. Um, and yeah, so I'm leaving the wharf. I was in the wharf previously. Mm-hmm. Now leaving the wharf. Yeah. And I'm excited for my new job. It's just a beautiful time. And obviously, it's bank holiday weekend. It's carnival weekend. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, anybody that says it's bank holiday weekend is an op. So is it? it's carnival weekend. Carnival weekend. It's carnival weekend. Okay, sorry. From the Friday to the Tuesday. Tuesday. Because <laughs> uh, that's when everybody tends to take the day off. Yeah. Because Monday, Sunday, Monday have been a mess. Yeah. But yeah. How, how about you? How have you been? Um, Give us the lowdown. Oh, man. Like, it's been a lot of... It's been a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm writing. I'm writing. Um, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. I'm writing a book. So I'm putting a lot of like a lot of time and effort and energy into that. Yeah. Um, and with that, I'm writing a lot of treatments for uh, visual stuff. Um, I'm literally just been like. I've been like hermetic. I've been like you, been, you have been a hermit. I've been literally just in my room and in my house, just walking around in my do rag, just like, look, I need to make sure that yeah. I've got all of this stuff, all my shit together, um, and because I don't like, uh, you know, you know, sometimes when you spiral in public, it's long. Like yeah. sometimes you just got spiral in private. You and, always um, have to spiral in public. Yeah, you, no, you don't have to always spiral in public. I think you have to. No, you don't. Public. I think it's not even that. Private, it's not like it's not even yeah in private. It's like it's more like 
I need to be able to be clear with exactly what I want, need, know, and and, and deserve and kind of just have all those things around me. And then actually just take the time to do that. Um, Look, like slowly checking off things off my vision board um, and reflecting on the past eight months of this year. Yo. Eight months of 12 all done very, like, um, very... and I'm uh, yeah so it's just it's how uh, have those years been for, how have those months been for you though you know what like entering into uh, yeah I mean because I went freelance at the beginning of the year so yeah. I was kind of like just out of the traditional working pattern um it was it's a it was a good eye-opener like just yeah. to figure out exactly what I like and do and the kind of person I am and yeah. that, like what things I value and why I value them and yeah. all of that stuff. Um and, and it was a, it's been a it's been an amazing, amazing kind of like journey. Like it's, there's been ups and downs, there's yeah. been many tears, yeah. there's been loads of laughs. Yeah. Um it's been intense. It's like you forget um, I remember reading uh, an article by someone that was that was freelance and they were like, you know, what it does for your mental, what it does to your mental health and how you need to manage it. And I remember reading it while I was working full time and I used to be like, oh, like, I don't know. I will never know that until I experience it. Mm-hmm. And literally when you are just freelancing or you're and everybody and like, you know, most of your, your circle are working full time and everybody's busy. It's, it's a very it's a it's very tough it's very tough especially when you know that that's all you have to do like your working week can be between can be two hours Mm. it can be 24 it can be you know i mean you can be up late worrying about things um money people don't pay freelancers quick enough yeah um like you know i mean like they don't and you know, it just made me very sensitive to kind of like thinking about that. Just mm. like, look, like I was thinking if I had to pay rent, like this would have been a very, very tricky situation yeah. that I would have been in, like just like for a yeah. lot of the time. Um, thankfully, I, well, I do, but thankfully I don't have to pay like that much. Yeah. So I'm a bit like, oh. Um, but obviously, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I, I wouldn't change these eight months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Same. like, you know, you have to, you have to look at it. Steep and think, learning curve. Yeah. You have to look at it and think like, rah, like what have I learned about myself and yeah. what am I doing? Um, yeah. And yeah. 2019, I think has been, for me anyway, amazing. Mm. But not just amazing because I've had such a great time, but also amazing because I've also learned so much about myself. And I think through trials and tribulations, mm. you just, and if you like, commit to like commit to working hard commit to having your own back and committing to forgiving yourself for your mistakes or looking having hope for the future I remember talking to my friend and I think the one thing that I didn't have at the beginning of the year is hope Mm -hmm. like the hope and and the 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 clear-mindedness that things will work out and now I'm always like ah it's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. because things will always work out in the end yeah and if it doesn't, or if it hasn't, I, then it's it's not the end. Yeah, and this is the thing, like, and this is what I put on, like, my first episode of What Matters with Alex Reads, yeah. uh, the podcast. I was like, I was about trusting the process, and I wrote it. I write a lot of things. I write a lot of things preempting the things that I'm going that I'm going to need to look back on. And you know, when you look yeah. back on it, and you're like, I actually dragged myself because <laughs> I, read, I wrote it, and I was like, yeah, I believe this at this time. But then I read it again or listen like, to it again. I'm like, oh shit! Like I actually yeah. was t- talking to myself. My past present was talking to my future present. Yeah. 
to the present yeah. and it was like you know it, it's a lot and yeah you actually yeah you have to trust it you have to trust it um and you know and what i've what okay one thing before we move on with what i've learned is that yeah. look you can make like your happiness and your decisions and stuff you make it absolutely yourself like you know what i mean you can be angry all your life and you can be whatever you can be upset or you're like you can be disappointed but you've got to basically yes. you've got to look at it and think look I've got to do take this take control I've got to take control of and I've got to take responsibility and accountability mm-hmm. for what I need to do yes and if that works for you then that works for you you can't you know what I mean like you I, you can't be you can be considerate of everybody but you can't put yourself on hold for everybody because everybody, ultimately everybody has to think about what, what they're doing and what their happiness is and that like I think that um decision can be like really mental it could be like a moment's thought when you're like actually I've had enough Mm. but then sometimes it can be very physical like I was telling Alex how like I remember in Feb I literally sat down with a pen and paper and been like just to be like yo no I'm going to have a great year Mm. and I'm going to make it happen Mm. I'm sad right now but I can't be sad forever yeah and because this is not me it's not who I am and I genuinely think I'm a very happy cheerful person yeah like i just love happiness too much yeah so to miss it it's not my portion it's not my spec i don't respect it when it's people, not my spec no it's not like when people like honestly like oh, when people bring me like stuff that is i know will like in like cause a sort of imbalance into my chi <laughs> honestly like these days i'm like Thank you very much for bringing this to me. I appreciate it. However, mm. it's not it's not coming into my kingdom of peace. Yeah, it's it's, it's not it. Yeah. So, um, we gonna take this outside. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's so important, like, to because I was reading up on things, and my therapist told me that I am a highly sensitive person, and I need to just accept that. I found that out as well the other day. <laughs> I, found out my, I found that out myself. I, 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 my really? therapist, listen, like she was like, but it affects are, it yeah. affects me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I, didn't I was like, like, I remember asking her, like, am I normal to feel this much? And she was like yeah because you are a highly sensitive person mm. and with that comes certain things like yep. you don't like change a lot yep. and you even like when you get physical pain is also much more intensified for oh you guys God. I was like whoa oh, so hear me I'm going to get tested on at like, TMI I went to get my smear test tell me the girls were like it's just mere discomfort I was singing I was screaming oh, I was literally like whoa yeah. and I was like oh my god it makes so it much makes sense. sense and I think before I used to like suppress myself mm. and I used to tell myself oh you know you shouldn't feel this way you shouldn't feel this way you shouldn't feel it. now it's like let it all flow yeah. let it all flow yeah. and that's the thing so like when I found out that I was like oh shit like and then because um, I do get affected a lot by the sounds in the city by a lot of different like stimuli, stimuli yeah. I, like, I do like things to be mellow and the vibration to be yeah. kind of like alright yeah. but obviously that's different for everybody but I have my kind of my own because you can have vibration. like because ha- most highly um, sensitive people are like introverts but you can also yeah. like, but I think 40% no, no, it, of them are extroverts the thing is it's not even about like I remember reading something it's like it's not about extroversion or introversion it's just about how you interact with external stimuli mm. like and whatnot. Um and so I damaged my wrist, yeah. Like I think it was I don't know what happened yet. But I think it was in the gym or something. And like my wrist has been aching like I, okay, so I was this, everybody else would have been like, oh man, just like, you know, just build up the wrist of them. Me, I was like, my arm is aching. <laughs> I can't turn the wheel of my car. I can't lift the pot. Ah! 
I'm like, I'm walking around. Why I'm get like, very yeah. yeah, dramatic. Dramatic. So I'm like, I'm not being dramatic. It hurts. This is <laughs> it. Oh, Ray, you're so dramatic. And no, and my friend. Pain, you just feel pain differently. Differently, but yeah. Like, yeah. Once I realized, that, I, I just and I'm, I was listening. I was reading a piece as a as a blog by these uh, this couple called Mark and Angel. Um, they, they wrote something about highly sensitive people. Yeah. And I just emailed um, Angel, like the wife, and I was like, I feel seen. I feel seen, I right? Feel seen. She was yeah. Like, no yeah, like, I remember. Right. I didn't know what it was until she, my therapist told me, mm. and then we started talking about, like, okay, do you this? Do you feel this when this happens? Mm. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, is that normal? She goes, yeah. Like, there are so many highly sensitive people, and that's fine. You just need to know how to manage it, mm. but you can't suppress it. Mm. You can't tell yourself to not feel the way you feel because literally, feelings are a science. You cannot like let go of them mm. because they'll manifest in very different ways. So you genuinely have to feel everything and be very honest. Definitely. And now I'm like, I'm very honest. With my emotions like yeah. I no longer want to be the bigger person mm. in anything yeah. I even said the other day I was like I'm done <laughs> with being the bigger person yeah. not to say that I'm going to be now equally as petty or but I'm just going to be like this is how I yeah, feel and I'm not going petty. to suppress it for for peace yeah. do you know what I mean because it's more peaceful for me to to say what I need to say yeah yeah and it's um yeah it's important um and like this is just about not really not having to react to everything Mm. Um, because I'm so perceptive and like I pick up on a lot of things and I see a lot of things and I'm like and people yeah and I'm just like all right cool let me just take a step back from certain things and you know and it's also making the difference between being anxious about something versus you not feeling good about something Mm. they're two different Two different things. things. You need that one that like, one operates and on fear. The yeah. other operates just on your intuition. So you need to know what you need to like differentiate what that yeah. is. Child, it's been a journey. So this year. But it's been so a amazing when you know this. I feel like post 25, it's been a real like. Oh, and and my Saturn return is happening. I just uh, everything is going. Everything's moving. <laughs> but it's great because it's like. Honestly, I can be very real and say I didn't have as much self-awareness as I as I now have. And I used to think that I was very self-aware. Mm. And I knew who I was, but I didn't emotionally understand myself. Yeah. And I think knowing who you are based off of the things that you do, the people around you and where you fit is important, but it's only it's very surface level. Yeah. I think emotionally, not even emotional intelligence, I guess, because that is very much about how you're interacting with other people but emotional identity in terms of how do you identify emotionally as an as a human being mm. i had no fucking clue mm. i literally i don't know mm. i'll just be happy sad or i just won't know like i just didn't know and i think for me it started off with weirdly enough going to the gym mm. like understanding my body mm-hmm. understanding how i'm housed oh, that's, that's been helping right like, once i put myself into a routine for that yeah it's like small little changes and mm. oh my body's different now it's just understanding that it's like mm. i eat this food before i didn't know that if i have this food this was my reaction because that was just me mm. i was like oh that's just me but it's like, actually, I can't eat these things now because this is how it affects my body. Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand that because I never sat down because I was so busy in life <laughs> to just understand. Yeah, you're occupying right? other spaces, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But it's, 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 I think, the wonderful thing. This is why when people say they reach 30 and everything's like, yeah, it's I a, see it, it. It's the Saturn return. It is the Saturn return. Yeah, like, I really... Yours will start next year. So be aware of that. Why? Like, 
Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it going to get worse? I can't because this year has been phenomenal. I said I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Only because of the growth. Like the growth mean? has been so exponential. I genuinely feel. The thing is, it's not always. It's not bad. The same return is not a bad thing. It's just. An, it's just like a. It's an opening up of. Basically, it's when Saturn comes back to the same place yeah. that you were born in. And it's um, Neo's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Neo's album's yeah, yeah. really good about yeah. that, actually. But um, it comes back to that place. And it's obviously, it's about kind of making the decisions that will kind of affect you in the next decade of your life. Yeah. Sort of thing, like, you know, changing like friendships and relationships that will, that will share, like careers, all that kind of stuff that's happened. And you're kind of making a shift into new So it starts areas. at 27? Yeah, between 27 and 29. Five, yeah. let's say, but like between 27 and 30, it kind of happens. That's why you, it's already starting now. This is what you see. This kind is, of this is like what, late yeah, starting a new job, new environment. That's what I mean. So, a lot of things, Shit. a lot of things happen. And like, I was looking at this, like, there's no there's no mistake why a lot of things that have happened to me and around me, yeah. up until this point, has happened within the, from the age of the end of 26 to yeah. 20, like the like middle of 27. Because mm. I'm just like, like, I'm just like, oh, shit, like, this is. This is your Saturn return. This is your Saturn return. And, you know, you're making decisions. You're changing the way that you, you see that, you see life. You, you're, you're making a decision to say, this is the kind of the path I'm going to go down for the rest of it. Yeah. This is what I want to do here. And then a lot of people fight it. A lot of people don't. Um, and that's why you'll see a lot of things change. A lot of people make decisions about their life. Like you can you can see like whether some people get married between the age of 27 and 30 mm. when you see how people are having kids by the age of 27 and 30 when they previously said they would never have yeah. it or you know they're changing careers or they're actively they start to travel more you know what I mean things oh, are happening to me things are to change yeah. because you're you make up what you want to see in your life and then right. it just it just moves differently um that's but yeah wild. and the 20s like and that's what I was thinking like some people, exciting, some, yeah, some people don't like astrology but I was I look at it and I'm like look like I just like making connections with things like whether regards whether people believe that or not not, I'm just like this is this is is a weird connection like for the with what's actually happening in my life at the moment it's exciting I think next year is the first year in my life that I haven't planned anything Mm. as in I knew that I was going to qualify this year, blah, blah, blah. But this next year is like, I've accomplished my childhood dreams and now I have new dreams to set. And I yeah. think that is so exciting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see where we are. Yeah. Next year. Shout so, me. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Um, like, so Thanks. what's been going on? What's been going on? So we've seen uh, like Tony Morrison passed away like yeah. I want to say two weeks ago and like yeah we just never got around to a recording mm-hmm. that weekend before we before we went to go out um but yeah man I I <laughs> Alex messaged me so I've been doing a mini series of the BBC so Alex messaged me when yeah. I was at the BBC what did you even say you were like oh my god Tony Morrison no you sent me a voice note and I'm like I can't listen to this oh yeah and then I listened to it but I stepped outside to listen to it and then she's like oh my god Ray and I'm like what was going on and then I asked like I don't know and then I asked I went no I went on Twitter and I saw mm. and then I, I was like what I was in tears I was a mess I was a mess but like a titan yeah a titan and I was just thinking because you know it's one of them people like you just don't expect to ever die it's like Maya Angela, Dr Maya Angela, when she passed away I think I was on my uh, the year I graduated from uni like when she passed, I didn't expect her to pass. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to meet these people. And when I meet these people, 
then they can do what they want with their life. <laughs> right? But like, so when Tony Morrison died, first of all, I was like angry. I was like, how dare she go? Then I was like, wait a minute. Like, actually, when I think about, there was a point in um, my second year, third year, my final year of uni, yeah. where I started reading properly, like mm. reading properly. And that was James Baldwin. That was Tony Morrison. That was Maya Angelou. That was all of those, all of those people. Started going deep into like what they've written and, you know, and all of that. Um, and I was like, yeah. And I, it was, you know, when you start to think about, like, they've kind of started me on this reading journey. Yeah. They, like, they really kind of, like, said, look, here's I mean, the... Come into it. Here is the, the literature the that we've tea. written. Here's what we've written. Like, yeah. you want to write. You want to be a writer. This is all the stuff that we have done. Yeah. Um, uh, do what you want with it. And, like, here's the map. And I was like, so when she passed, I was like, oh my God, you don't expect her to go, but she's 80, she was 88 or something, wasn't she? She was 83 or something. Yeah, I think she lived a very full life. She did live a full life. She she lived a spectacular, like, life of happiness, sadness, like the things that she went through as a kid Mm -hmm. coming out of that and the things that she produced for the world, like through so much childhood pain Mm -hmm. she created so much beauty and I think that is exceptional Mm -hmm. to like do that and oh my god the way she talks in interviews oh my god as in I just don't it's that one scene and she's like she's like you will never understand (gasps) The racism in that sentence that you just asked me. <laughs> the, the read. The, the, the very the very fact that you're asking me <laughs> that question is <laughs> the necessity of <laughs> your racist trope or something like that I don't know I was like I was like rah she probably just went in the woman because the woman's face was like mm-hmm, she's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I'm getting red for yeah, filth for filth and you know drag me sometimes it's oblivious to these people drag- what I love is I want to reach that level of of reading that level of yeah. drag That it's not even a drag it's so calm mm-hmm. and collected yeah you don't that, I'm like you don't need to raise your voice do you know what it, that's how I want to tell my children off in this life <laughs> do you know what it is it's not, even, <laughs> it's not even that it's not even about reading somebody because the thing is like for her I think it's it's, a, it's empathy what it is is like she really? uh, yeah I think that's empathy she understood like she's not blaming the reporter for being for, for making the like for making the comment she's like blaming she she's, she's blaming the the structures that have enabled this reporter to ask her that question. But also, you know what I mean? That was the report, like, you know, like she's like, you will never understand what it means to be racist until the very fact that you're asking me that question. She could have said that in a very different way. She could have been like, you don't understand and you would never understand how racist that question is. That's what I'm saying. But she was like... But to me, that's why why it's empathy because she's not attacking her. But what she's doing, she's basically making, she's making her aware of the structure that she's come from. It's like when you do, when you do tell off somebody. that is how I would like to attack someone. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I think it was so a full on attack. I, right. It was I'm not World about, War Five. I'm not about attacking. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm, but I'm very much about making people aware of why they're what, trash. Of, of, 
I'm making <laughs> Ray really wants me to be out here like slating these people. Yeah, but I'm like, no, I'm, like, I'm really, I'm really about making people aware of like where that's coming from. And I like people making me aware of where that's coming from, and I think that's the best f- form of learning. You know what I mean? If you know, if someone comes up to you and they're misogynistic, but they yeah. don't, but they don't understand what they're saying is misogynistic, and then you just like, and then you're not. There's no point for me. But I think no... I'd have to get to that level of understanding that they don't understand. That's what I mean. There's no because point... otherwise I'll just walk away. Yeah, there's no point in them in there's, there's it's a patience that you need, but then it's also like it's a I do but I just I do think it's empathy. Like hmm, you'd be like, you will never understand what that means to be a woman, to be black, yeah. to be Muslim. And you will never get that. And you will never understand the fact that the question you asked me was misogynoir. And it's not phobic. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I mean? So like, you know what I mean? And, and, I get it's it, about, I get and, it. Because there's no point in you being angry about it. Yeah. Because it's the system. That, well, you're angry, but there's no point in you being like enraged at yeah. this one person because they're only going to ever, they're only, they're only gonna ever meet you with anger again. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because nobody, li- nobody likes to be attacked, yeah. but people do like to be like, like, oh my God, that, that was really bad. But, I know, but sometimes, sometimes. Anyways, maybe I'm a bit. If they meet, I like you, 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 of... the thing is, I mean, sense will tell you. Sense will tell you how to meet. Yeah, people how to handle things. it. Because yeah. even James Baldwin was very like. Right, I think but... they these people are just they had a way of speaking that I really admire, mm. and I think it's just like oh, yeah. James Baldwin. Also, his interviews. Wow, what a man. Yeah, yeah. And I think what I'm going to do with Tony is because I've read. What have I read? Oh, yeah, what were some of the Blue's yeah. I. I read, oh, what's the non uh, magical fiction one? Beloved. I read at uni. Yeah. You read Beloved. Beloved. Yeah. And then um, I'm halfway through Sula. Okay. So obviously I read Sol- Song of Solomon. Oh, yeah. I that's read, your favorite, isn't that, it? I read that twice. Yeah. Um, and you gave me a quote from that. I loved it. Oh, what was the quote I gave you? It was absolutely was it about, was it about, phenomenal. Was it about flying? I think so. Oh. There was the other one that I love about. I don't know where it's from, but it's about cho- not cho- not not falling in love, but rising, rising in love. Rising in it, yeah. I was like, yes, because <laughs> in the moment I chose you, I made actually because I feel like I made up my mind, and I rose in love. Oh, good sis, because nobody's out here falling. Yeah, for where? Yeah, the thing is, it's like, and it's and it's like, it's just about, it's just the words. She, she is creating a new possibility. Because obviously you get told that you're like not told you're falling in love. Obviously there was a time when falling in love was a was a was a oh my gosh, you mean falling in it. Like you're falling deep into this love. There's a time, but there's also but the fact that she's kind of moved around and said, Look, you're rising in it. Hmm. That is something that I saw. It's just you it's just and, you know, it's just a yeah. different thing. And like, you know, you know, she was good. Yeah. She was good. But like I mean, I so so it was Song of Solomon was my favourite. I've got a mercy that I would need to read. I think I've got uh, all of her stuff. Um I gave away home. Yeah. Um I've got jazz somewhere got jazz in the corner. Well, yeah. Um I've got jazz. Jazz was uh, like and the thing is I can pinpoint exactly where I was when I read when I read I all read of these jazz. People. Jazz is so good. Yeah. She writes it musically. Like she pretty oh. like when you read it and yeah. the storyline is quite musical. You can, you can borrow I think it. One thing Oh, I've got it. Oh, okay. One thing that I love about her is she's a real, she's a real, she's like, a real one. Like, you know, people who just write, but she, to her, writing is a craft. Mm. 
And I think that's what, like, obviously I do find Toni Morrison really hard to get into. I've always said, like, you have to really grind to get into it. But I that I realise that I think the reason why that is is because she does, you don't just want to, you, I think maybe it's a bit laziness on our part, right? Mm. You enter a book and you just want to read it and get through yeah. it. You don't want to really put in that work and you don't really want to appreciate the craft. Mm. You just want to read a story. She's an intentional writer. Right. So she, with her, it's, her words are very precise and she she will mix prose and poetry and she'll do funky things with pages and, and lines. And, and she is a real, like her craftsmanship when it comes to writing is surreal. Mm. Um, and I think the hard part about us maybe sometimes finding it hard to get into it is because we have to work. Yeah. We have to put in that work when mm. we're reading. Mm. And when you're having a very long day, that's just not what you're it's, doing. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's not. And that's why I, this is why I kind of favor the smaller books. Like if you ever read home, home is like, it's a, I would say it's a novella, but like, it's probably only like 250 jazz pages. Jazz is a novella, now. isn't it? Mm, I think so jazz is a small. novel. I think jazz is a full-on novel, I think. I know but, that. But like, the home is really Sula's very small. Yeah, Sula's not that big. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, rest in peace, Tony. Man. Um, like, even like, oh, I was just thinking about, like, I wanted to do the MFA, because the MFA, the, yeah. the Master of Fine Arts, because she did it. Yeah. I wanted to do the creative writing, because I was looking at her, I was looking at exactly like, I was even thinking, I'm going to go to the uni that she teaches. Yeah. And I was like, I need to just get to that one in Tribeca. Yeah. I think it's the one in Tribeca, um, New York. I think that's where it was. Whichever one that she was at, I was like, I want to be at that Insane. one when I was researching it. And then I was just like, and then when, it, like, when she passed, all of that stuff came back to me. I was like, oh, Wow. It's insane. Yeah. Like, rest in peace, Tony Morrison. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. A queen amongst queens. Yeah. <sighs> but, okay. <laughs> it's a bit low. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine, I'm a fine. bit like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, what are you reading at the minute? So, I... <laughs> I'm reading a book that we will do as soon as I've finished reading it. Mm-hmm. A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. Um, Alex has spoken, has spoken about it very uh, many times mm. and it follows the life of four friends Malcolm JB Jude and Willem and I am 100 pages in nearly, mm-hmm. nearly 100 pages in it's on page 90 guys she tried it excuse me that's 100 pages it's not it's not it's 90 it's 91 actually okay <laughs> um and the book is god like 720 <laughs> pages so i think is i'm you know what i'm Look, excited i can't wait because like we need like i can't wait to do the episode on this because it <laughs> so everybody obviously has been telling me about how sad it is obviously currently i haven't seen a sad part the only part that was a bit sad is there's one character who's like i think suicidal because mm. he what they were trying to have a new year's party and then just before it mm. he, so the thing about it, I won't say too much. It's very in depth. Yeah, I won't say. The, the thing about they really it, really go what, through people's what, lives. What, what, what Hanya does is that she lures you in with beautiful writing and description, and, and description of like what it means to be in your twenties and then going to your thirties and then when you get there, your forties, your fifties, yeah. and all this stuff. And then she 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 pulls you in and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing writing. Yeah. And then you're invested in the characters and you're like, oh shit, how did I get here? I and quite then, like Willem's story. Oh I mean, you know, he grew up in the farm and then he had yeah. a, a brother who had cerebral palsy or something. Yeah. And then 
his brother died and, I, and then he was so angry with his parents because then his parents had like lost a few other kids yeah, so I wasn't really angry with yeah. so when I read that part I was like oh that's a bit sad yeah. but I didn't cry that's his life that's his little okay anyway so that's why I'm like okay so I feel like I know that like in JB obviously his family are like they're very invested in his life and you know he's always going back home for food and he's getting his stuff washed and stuff like that and I'm just like okay like what what more can happen like okay so you're an artist and then there's Malcolm who like is rich who's like mixed race and questioning the whole blackness oh am I black am I not black he's questioning everything about himself yeah and then he's like I think he's the one that came out but then he's well I think he's bi because then he was like everyone everyone laughed at him (laughs) they're like sure you are and he's like yeah and then and then he like apparently is now dating and then there's Jude who's like the one that I've really been trying to get because everyone has been talking about him um, and I think I'm going to be really triggered with Jude because um, just like reading um, Willem who's like who I think everybody has assigned to as to be like Jude's responsible like responsible for Jude in a way because they, they've lived they're living together mm. and he there was a part when like he cut himself and and then just went in and be like, take me to Andy's, who's like the doctor. And and Mal- Willem didn't want to ask many questions. And then it kind of went retrospectively saying something like, you know, and in the future, he will turn back to this moment and think, oh, maybe if I would have asked, if I would have asked him, maybe it would have been preventative. So I'm like, oh, shit, Jew's going to die. Um yeah, so I'm thinking like keep, keep reading. Maybe she's gonna die. And You're doing too much. <laughs> Actually, doing too much. Just I know, you. but then it's like that moment. It's like it just reminds me of like how can you deal with like he's obviously dealing with a friend who's like mentally unstable, mm. and he doesn't know what to do. He's not really equipped for it. He cares, but he doesn't sometimes know how to share it. And then it's like at the same time, it's affecting his mental health. And I was just reading that part, and I was like. This is 90 pages. This is 90 pages, this yeah. This is 90 pages. So I'm 790. I know. Okay. So I was like, I'm just this shit you- is really in-depth. How do I know so much about... And I'm I think what she's you know. so good at, she's so good at story, moving the story forward. Story building, yeah. Story building, yeah. Like, she can just build a story. In one page, she's covered the past, the present, the future. And I'm in, like, and you're, what? And you're like, And you're like, how have I... That's why I'm like, she is, and she, her writing is not flowery. It's not trying to be extra or poetic. It's, it's just perfect. Yeah, it's clear. Clear. But it's not journalistic. And it's clear, it's but it's not. Literary, but it's not flowery. But it's not flowery. It's direct, but, but, but it's not blunt. Clinical, yeah. You know like, what I mean? It's, it's like. Not, it's just. It's just words. They're uh, just there. And it's, it's actually and wonderful. each line. Makes sense. Each line has a place. Purpose. A perfect- it's like Game of Thrones before season eight. It's like <laughs> everything means something yeah. and it's wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you're reading. You're reading, what a little life. <laughs> reading a little life. I'm actually going to finish it. I'm looking at my coffee now. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not picking that up again for a long time. My friend read it and then she just ended up like, she was like, I'm, I'm not reading again. I'm just going to read dumb oh shit God. like magazines. I was, I was, I was exhausted. Anyway. When we when we when you finish it, we'll do the episode, um, and there will be spoilers, people. So if you haven't read it, just don't listen. Come again later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what am I reading? What am I reading at the minute? What are you reading? Yeah, I don't know. I'm reading some David Sidaris books. Yeah, um, he's an American broadcaster, essayist. I'm reading a lot of essays. I'm doing a lot of essay things because I'm writing a lot of essays. But I wanted to just like 
just, 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 I like reading them because, yeah. like, personal essays and stuff, like people's lives, like clear, clear, nice little, gentle, like very um, interesting story building, storytelling. You know, um, great stuff. David Sedaris is amazing. I like, I love him. Like everything about his stories crack me up. Mm-hmm. Um, he just writes in such a a brutal honesty that I'm reading Barrel Fever, his first novel no his first um selection of short stories and essays um and like he's just this honestly is just like you know when someone writes the story and you kind of get where they're going with it but you just want to follow along want to follow along with them just Mm -hmm. at some point and it's so gentle it's like like, you know what i mean like he's funny a very very comedic writer um talking about i think there was one essay he was it was talking about like um Smoking, and and it was like and it was but and I'm thinking like why would you like you think to yourself on the surface an essay on smoking but it's a very interesting essay. Yeah. it's like where he it's like him giving up smoking him starting to smoke him like being around people who like don't smoke and yeah. all that stuff and like him kind of like learning and what that means about space and what people like and the, the things that people kind of impart on you and mm. the things the way that you can affect other people by the habits that you have and all that stuff and it was and the way he crafted it was very beautiful beautiful yeah. and um yeah like David Zodaris that's what I'm reading at the minute um, have you been out to see anything? Because I've been oh, whiling with theatre, as in I've been, so, I think I've been twice within the last week, so, three times in the last week. Uh, we went to watch um, um, All the Shit I Can't Say to My Dad. Yes, we seen saw that. Abe Adiemi, yeah. um, our good friend. Like, and it was performed by Chope de Rissou. Um It's at the Bunker Theatre in London Bridge. Yeah. Um, and I just have to say, like... The first thing that uh, Alex said after the performance was, wow, drag me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, so it was a re- yeah, it was a rehearsed reading. Yeah. And um, I just have to say, like, as part of... That's one of the best pieces of writing from any one of my peers that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, um, he is. He's, got, a, like, he's a legend. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah, he is a legend. Yeah. And I know he works hard for a lot of the stuff that he does and he doesn't get enough rating mm-hmm. for what he does so guys if you follow him if you see if you want to like check him out like go and follow him on Instagram and Twitter Abe is legend and he you know what I mean so this this jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Play, he's written, on my play, it follows um, AK, who is writing an album. And he's writing, you know, he's under pressure by the label to get the album out and whatnot. Yeah. But it's basically um, a letter to kind of like his dad and all the stuff that he couldn't say to him, mm-hmm. um, articulating all the stuff he couldn't say to him. Um, and, you know, like there are certain instances where he can no longer say these things to his dad. And it just it's about, you know, Processing. boys, yeah, boys and men not being able to speak to men mm-hmm. and like the, the person that's that's supposed to love you unconditionally the person that's there all the time for you the person that you know that you probably live in like, a majority of your time in that in a home or not but is in your quote-unquote life. life yeah um uh and sometimes they're not and it's the it's the question of absence the question of being present but absent you know what i mean all of that stuff um and how that affects like young boys yeah um and it was really emotional. It was really emotional. Shoppe did so well amazing. with it. Like for some, like as it was a rehearsed reading. Yeah. Like amazing, amazing. And Shoppe is great. Like he, I, I remember him in um, the brother's size. Mm. He was really good. Um, went to the theatre with him once to watch an opening or something. But it was really good. Like he's really cool. Yeah. And it was just nice to kind of see that just to kind of see that and I love watching like this this wave of like black writers and yeah. directors and actors are just coming together and putting on these performances yeah. um beautiful yeah the day before that I went to see uh, Barbershop Chronicles oh, by um, Alams and amazing because everybody has been raving about it um I missed it last year when we did a whole show <laughs> we did a whole show yeah. no as in we did an episode didn't we, we did an episode because, but we read it yeah um, uh, yeah, I'd seen it. Before. Yeah, and you had seen it before. Yeah. I hadn't seen it because I was in Zanzibar when we were meant to go, but finally saw it the mm. day before yesterday. And funny, hilarious. They got took me up. I went to you know in the beginning when they're dancing. I went there and I did the candy because now I can do the candy. It's not. Yeah, it's an electric slide. I know, but I call it the candy. I think you just leave me alone. It's called the candy. Do you know what? As long as you know that, that's fine. I know that. that, that... Thank you. Remember when you guys tried to teach me? Do you know what the actual... Do you know how I actually learned? Just YouTube. by going out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not YouTube. No, the thing is, that's Can you mean, imagine? You, you just have to go out. But I would say I wasn't going yeah, out. You actually, so. Yeah, you literally just have to learn, like, when you're in the moment. And, yeah. and then people... People will always be like, all right, come, let's yeah. do it. They're never... There's never going to be like, yeah. sit down. Yeah. You don't know the thing. Um, so I remember the first couple of places, that parties I'd go to, I'd be like, looking like an idiot. <laughs> you got to try it. And and then, you, have, you have to be willing to look like a fool as yeah. well. And then you finally get the hang of it. And now it just comes, actually. I don't even think about the it. The Black National Dance. Literally. The black- but yeah, so I did that in the beginning. And oh, it was amazing there was one actor who was playing um, Winston Winston oh my god I fell in love guys I just want to do a call out there if you're listening or if you know the person that acted as Winston I spoke to Inua afterwards I was like Inua your friend but obviously he didn't give me the deets I guess you know GDPR (laughs) Um, he didn't give me the deets GDPR but it's cool but if you're listening uh, Winston um, I just I just want to make babies with you. <laughs> uh, what's actually happening here? This is so haram. Um, call me. I can send you my parents' details in Zanzibar. I'll be going there in a few weeks. I'm finished. Um, maybe we can make some something happen. Um, You're an idiot. 
<laughs> but yeah, but before that, so obviously, like, I'm reading my theater bag in my just going out and having the best time. I went to see possibly the best play, best performance I've seen in theater this year, and that is Tree. It's got um, Enoch, basically Wes from How to Get Away with Murder, and what's his face from Harry Potter, Dean, Dean Thomas from Harry Potter. Yeah, Dean Thomas, <laughs> yeah. Alfred Enoch. Yeah, um, he was the lead in um, a show by Kwame and um, Idris Elba called Tree and it's about a young mixed race um, guy who goes back to South Africa to reconnect with his um, with I guess his family carrying the ashes of his dead mother um, back home and also understanding um, that's definitely not (laughs) sorry Alex is trying to find Winston that's that's not him babes Um, his name is not Winston that's the character that he plays okay (laughs) don't worry are you Thank you. Helping me find my husband. Um, so, yeah, he goes back to South Africa and he he's trying to find also his other family members, like his father, who is black. And obviously it really touches on the tensions, uh, the racial tensions within South African society, tackling their history and, and, and where they are now in their sort of national identity. And it... Obviously, it was an immersive experience in that it was a show that you had that had you standing. Characters will literally come next to you. Enoch literally spat in my face, um, <laughs> and mud was thrown at me. But it's one one of those shows where it starts off like a rave. You're dancing. It was so immersive. Actors just take you onto the stage and pull you back in. It it was phenomenal to the point where I really want to go and see it again. As in, wow! I definitely and also the soundtrack. I walked out and I was like, I need that soundtrack. Mm. I haven't seen such a performance that moved me so much. Obviously, I was crying my eyes out. It moved me so much, like how um, Hamilton moved me. Hamilton still reigned supreme. Yeah. But this is definitely right up there with Hamilton for me. So if somehow, I mean, I think it's going to end soon. Um, if it already hasn't what? ended. Tree. Tree. Um, Actually, my friend is going to see it today, so probably, I, probably, I think it's like the last. Probably won't watch it, yeah. but, it but if it good. comes back, watch it. And also, I really want to watch Death of a Salesman, which is coming back. Actually, mm. um, it's coming back in October, so I is can't that, wait to see that. Who um, wrote that again? Oh, Marilyn Monroe's sure. husband. Death of a Salesman. Yeah. Oh, Arthur Miller. Yeah. I think it might be Arthur. Yeah, Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Is he Marilyn Monroe's husband? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He married her for a bit, and then. Yeah, I've got the book. Got divorced. The, the plays there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, Inua has a new play out. Um, God of Rainfall. Nothing. No, that's the book. I think it's Isn't it something Sisters. Oh. Yeah, it's a play, but I don't know if it's out yet. The book is out. Um, but he's got a new play out as well that I'm really excited to see. Yeah, I just, I really am into theatre these days. I have just been like, I just want to be immersed in. Yeah. In just art. And yeah. reading, and I'm back in my reading bag, I'm back in my theatre bag. Mm. It's, it's beautiful stuff. Nice. So, yeah. It's nice. The thing about theatre, it's like I get caught up in the dialogue and then I kind of tune out because I'm thinking about what's been said. Does that make any sense? <laughs> like, even yesterday when I went to, when we watched all this shit, I can't say to my dad. Yeah. Um, I 
he was saying stuff and I was like, okay, oh my God, wow. And then my mind went like this Let way. Reflect on and that. then I then I came back in and, and it feels like he probably missed like two to three minutes of it. Yeah. But he probably only missed like 30 seconds yeah. of what he said. But then um, then it's just like, oh my God, I'm lost. What's happening now? <laughs> You're um, thinking too much. Yeah, but like, I'm thinking about, because I'm following the words and then I'm like being taken by them. Yeah. Does that make any sense? So, and I get that a lot when I went, when I go to theatre, when I watched um, Julius Caesar. Did you watch Julius Caesar? Yeah. In the Bridge Theatre. Um, that was hella interesting because we were all standing mm. and that was interesting. But like, I was caught up in, I get caught up in everything else. Mm. Like, you know, with the, the background characters, the mm. way they're looking and all that stuff rather than actually the mains. I think I'm not the, the perfect theatre to go at in that I truly immerse. I'm so immersed. Yeah. Like my, I, in that moment, I am, I might as well be there. Yeah. Yeah. I will cry and where they are shining the light that's where I'll turn to I'm not focusing on anything just show me where I need to look <laughs> yeah. what I need to do who I need to listen to when I need to cry yeah. and I will do but it. I think it's I'm always looking at technical things mm. I'm looking at technical things no you need to I'm, just like, I'm looking at technical things because like I'm looking at what the actor's doing I'm like alright so uh, how yeah. I, I'm like I'm like, how is he thinking about this yeah. role how is he interpreted this role what are you role? doing you can't I'm, do that I, I'm, going, I'm going in because like, like okay even with, even with Chopin the other, like, yesterday I was like I was like, oh. In the uh, beginning, I was like that. That's what I like for the first five minutes. I think that's when you get a really good play is when that doesn't happen. Yeah. I think for me, a good play is like when the first couple of minutes you're thinking about that stuff because I'm always thinking, oh God, he's not going to remember his lines. I get really anxious. No, no, no. In the it's beginning. Not, I don't because I've, I've seen plays. I saw John Boyega and then he did Wojciech yeah. um, and he stumbled on his lines. Really? On, and that was like the old Vic. Yeah. And I was like, oh. When but, they stumble on lines, I notice but, it. Yeah. I always notice it and it always takes me out, but then I'm like, no, go back in. Yeah, and it happens. Go back in. It yeah. happens. But um, I'm always looking at like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm looking at the physicality of the mm. of the actor. I'm looking at what they, and how they're saying. I'm looking at the, 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 their voice. I don't know. I get immersed in the actor's process mm. itself. I'm just like, I see where you're, I see this. I see where you've, we've decided to come up yeah. with. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I'm inviting you to the I'll be like, did you enjoy it? I was like, you'd be like, oh, that, that one light wasn't shining on I, the left-hand side. I, I, I'd be like... I was even questioning, like, there was a Ciroc bottle and I was like, was it actually really Ciroc? Oh my God, I saw that. And oh. thing is, I think of those things, but then I just turn them off. Yeah. I, I saw like, the Ciroc bottle and I was like, mm, it's probably water. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, okay, is it water? Could be. And then he did, he took it out and he, I think he's going to, like, he poured it on the floor. Yeah. And I was like, who's going to clean that? <laughs> Literally, I thought, who's no. going to clean oh that? Someone might slip. And then I was like, nope, go back in, go back in. <laughs> but yeah, follow Abe, guys, and just listen and listen and follow his journey. He's doing amazing stuff. Yeah. He's doing amazing. Um, and head out to the theatre. Yeah, theatre's great. If you want to have a look. If you had anything that you need me to see, just tell me. And I'll yeah. See and talk about it, because I'm that bitch yeah i yeah. love me some theater <laughs> i'm a hundred percent that bitch I'm a- <laughs> lizzo is amazing i'm sorry so i found out that lizzo is a lawyer i'm sorry yeah <laughs> googling like honestly apparently she works she used to work at this big american firm like yeah and then she left and then so it's not on her wiki page but I found out from like it's this, a lie no the law the law community and now she still hasn't apparently left her job at like this other I think she's in house now like she was a big shot Lizzo. associate yeah a big shot associate at an American firm I'm screaming trust me and I told somebody she's like yeah, yeah I know this I was like whoa mm-hmm. yeah I love Lizzo I think Lizzo's amazing but apparently she stole some black woman's line so uh, I think I, I don't Mina, know I think it was Mina Mina Lioness yeah 
Um, I love Mina. Mina's great. Great singer. What did she steal? Because I, 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 I actually, think, I think it was that. I think it was. I think it was that. Uh, I think it was that. That's that phrase. Hundred percent. Oh, I'm hundred percent that. Because I know that she and went you know, to copyright. Yeah, and you know what I think, right? You know when we think about the way writing. You know, when people put stuff out on Twitter, they put a lot, some people put a lot of quotes out. Mm. Some people put a lot, a lot of content, a lot of literary content, mm. a lot of intuitive content, a lot of stuff that resonates with a lot of people. Mm. Um, once you put stuff out there, it's no longer yours. Twitter, like Twitter already has the right to the content that you put out and everybody has claimed to it it's not but, yours but yeah, it'll just a but good I, I know, just a good good faith good faith good faith yeah. good faith would say I got this quote from, from this exactly. person exactly I think that was um, important and this person influenced me to write X, Y and Z yeah. but how in real in real terms she in life to, but... in real terms in life how does how often does that happen you know what I mean like you could present, you could you know what I mean some people could in work operating right. in good faith is very important like for example in the legal sector anyway for example like somebody could say something um, on YouTube or um, and go viral yeah. And then somebody take that phrase and put it into their book or put it into their um, podcast or put it into their whatever or call their podcast Call their that podcast thing. that. And it's like, well, did you take it? Did you not take it? Like, it's not, it's not everything because you can't copyright depends, everything yeah, that you it say. It depends on I mean. how big you are. And I think mm. that's when it where we talk about faith, right? Because if it was like some... Und- some you know, person who's like putting content out on YouTube, for instance, mm. and in- incorporated that, that's phrase, then surely, yeah, okay, cool. You're not that big. You, I mean, you don't owe anybody responsibility. But when you have that much um, influence and you are that successful in your music career and you took somebody from, you took something from a very, you know, a, some someone that isn't known in that career mm. and globally like that, that's just... It's just bad faith. Yeah, it is bad. It is bad faith. And it doesn't really speak well to it's character. Really but then also it's like, for me, I'm thinking when th- when things go viral, you probably don't know where they came from. For example, Possibly, if yeah. you tweeted something and somebody retweeted that out and then somebody quote tweeted it yeah. and remember like, oh, do you remember with the whole um, yeah. Azale- no, no, Iggy Azalea stuff? He doesn't. You know the Iggy, Iggy Azalea stuff? He said, we said modelling. We said modelling. Yeah. yeah. And I tried to look for the, I tried to look for the origin who of that tweet. That I don't know who said it, but people have, like, yeah. like, like, like all the people That's said true. we need, you know what I mean? And I didn't somebody... know the origins of Skinny Legend. Apparently it was Mariah. I was like, what? And then somebody had to like t- show me stuff yeah. from before. That's what I'm saying. But like, and you don't yeah. know where they come from. Yeah. But then it could be, somebody could like, somebody could repurpose it and put it out and they're like, oh my gosh, that banged at that moment. And yeah. then it's like, it's So I'm thinking, or it could possibly have been that it arrived in front of Lizzo via somebody. Via something. Or via something that yeah, she saw she, in passing. Yeah. If that's the case, uh, or her friend, sure. you know, Or even offline, her friend could have easily come to her and be like, you're 100% that, that bitch. bitch. And, and she was she's like, like, ah! and it's and it's peak and it's unfair on people that actually create these things and see their things misappropriated yeah. and whatnot but you know like the game is the game it's peak but that's what I mean that's what I mean like I look at it as myself and think like as a writer I don't necessarily want to have I don't want to put everything on somewhere like Twitter mm-hmm. because that's, that's people it. will take that shit and run with it or take it remix it and put it out there as their own and that's not even their fault. Yeah. That's just the way I think the it's cookie important. crumbles. You I, know I, I mean? like, I'm writing a novel and I haven't put one, a single bit of <laughs> you're, anything. You're not going to. Online. You know because I mean? it's like, no, that's the content that I want to put in yeah. this book. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. You actually have to. And it's just like, um, you sort of be very mindful of that. But I feel, I feel the pain. Yeah. I feel it. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Lizzo's great. 
She is 100% that bitch, but also is the person that created that short phrase. That bitch as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she is 100%, like, and I know her. She is 100% yeah. that bitch, so. I actually want to listen to Lizzo. What does she, I don't literally have not listened to a single oh, thing. Man. I have no clue. I have Where should I begin? Um, let's see. Because now I love Neo. Now you love Neo. Yeah. I love Neo. Um, all right thank you thank you very much that was great next (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know where i would begin with lizzo okay go to watch her tiny desk on npr so basically (laughs) national public radio (laughs) but basically it's a radio called npr in the u.s u.s so basically and but they do this thing called tiny desk where in their offices they they hold like a mini concert Mm -hmm. with like their staff Probably, I think they. I don't know. Oh my god, they've done. Is that are those the people that did Megan? Do they do Megan the Stallion? I don't know. Oh okay, that's um, my babes. But Lizzo, yeah, she done one in there. Neo did one in there. Erica Badu's done one. Um, Anderson, I think Anderson Park's done one. I, I think, but this, yeah, Megan has done. But one. like, we'll yeah, I think that's the tiny desks are really good because then they they give you an insight into what. Like I mean, this is this is this is funny. She's she's funny with the stuff that she creates. Um, um, yeah. Listen to Truth Hurts. Um, Every day, the it, same tiles. No, but like it's it's a it's, it's a good song. Truth um, coconut oil. Truth hurts. Coconut oil. Coconut like, oil. Yeah, even her like her older stuff. I listened to her before she was like. Like for some reason, I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah, maybe, like, ah, oh man, you know what's annoying as well I because to her before she blew. This is what no, it's so true. Cool. It is true. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I listen, I, and same with LMA. I was like, I was like, look, yeah. I actually listened to her when she blew. No, like no. when her album dropped, I was like, right, let me listen to this girl. Listen, I love. Her I album. listened to flipping booed up when it was on the EP and these little mixtapes things but that she was doing. Everybody knew. And I was like, up. and I was like, but oh. no, they they knew booed up because the DJs pushed it oh. in the clubs, and then like people were like, what's that song? And then it went viral. Then that's when people were like, oh, then this she went LMA. to the States, no? But she went to the States like, ages ago, yeah. though. She went to the States ages ago. She was and, like, like no, nah, these to, people aren't doing it. Yeah, listening to what, all their songs, like Leia, like um, 10,000 Hours, all them all them songs. I was like, rah. And you and know now, she was and young, she, guys. And, I, mean, I knew her before, I you guys. I knew her before she I knew her before. Guys. With Lizzo, she did this thing called Coconut Oil. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh, she's got these amazing like songs. And then I, like, I didn't hear much from her. Then two twos. I'm seeing her on TV. Yeah. I'm seeing her on adverts. I'm seeing. I'm like, what? Like, what happened? Probably got a good manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good agent. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just like, well, what happened? Behind, like that, behind that, the scenes, that promo just kind of went blue. Phew. That deal that they must have gotten. Ooh. Yeah, like she just did it. Like um, my new fave, not new fave. Like my spirit animal will always be Megan the Stallion. <sighs> I was listening, we were on our way post um, the theatre production to Party Hard yesterday and we put her on in the car and I'm, I just love her. I fully love her vibe. She's literally like, I'm not here to disturb anybody. I'm here to have a great time. So let me have a great time. And that is the aesthetic that I'm giving to 2019. Yeah, I'm not yeah. here to disturb anybody. Nah, it's, I'm here to enjoy my life. Much. I'm not here to disturb. Honestly, I'm here to enjoy my life. You know what? And this is it. This is the vibe that Megan has been giving me, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, you know what, Ari Lennox. Who? Ari Lennox. All right, you told me to buy tickets to this babe. I'm like, who is this babe? Is With, she a whisper singer? Uh, no. Okay. No. I've had enough. She's like all whisper singers. She is. Everybody trying to be Jonay Aiko here. Oh, no, she's not. She's um in her own right. Have you you've heard Shea Butter Baby? Shea Butter Baby. Are they playing pillow. this in the club? 
Yeah, they're playing BMO. They're playing shea butter. They're playing whipped cream. It, what, in your 90s parties? They're or just, 80s parties were, that you go to? Yeah, but they're playing. They're playing them. Where? In the clubs. They're playing them in clubs. They, those are, there's three singles. I'll go to, I go to birthday parties and they always play Afrobeats because that's, that's your, what I that, That's your aesthetic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, everything else you just you just have to tell me Ray download this and I've I will... said listen to Ari Lennox's album alright cool listen to it I, I, there's nothing else I can really I'll play some I'll after the recording but there's nothing else I can really say but listen to it also and... Stormzy and Maya Jamma broke up I know we're not trying to be you know bossy poor <laughs> but that really or, or, or Nana or yeah now like yeah or for him, for him. It's, it's like stiff chocolate broke up with <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to foreign one. Amazing headlines. Amazing. Amazing headlines. Like, wow. What, I mean, what, what would be a foreign's headline? Stiff chocolate, fuck Boris. <laughs> broke up Wait. with broke up with um, East London. East London. Five head. Um, um reporter, journalist, no, DJ DJ. Mixer. <laughs> DJ Mix. <laughs> DJ Mixer. No, so they broke up. Um, BBC DJ Mixer. <laughs> DJ Mixer. Um, but yeah, no, like, I don't know. I think that, bruv, I don't know, man. Apparently like, he cheated on her oh, with Jorge Smith. Georgia, not Jorge. Jorge. You're, actually, you're, very, you're very rude. I call her Jorge You're very disrespectful. <laughs> I call her Jorge Smith no, like, because really why is your name spelt like that why <laughs> as in give me a reason Jorge <laughs> I want to know the answers like really Jorge oh my god no like her name is actually Jorge it's like Stormzy denies cheating on ex my <laughs> with his female friend Georgia Smith Stormzy slams Georgia Smith cheating claims and Maya Jamma split Georgia Smith forgets Stormzy and Maya Jamma with a song be honest what? I have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah. The lives of other people. <laughs> Honestly. Other I just thought lives. I'd bring that up because I was like, oh, babe. Um, but yeah, I oh, might, one, of my group, one of my group chats was talking about Jorge Smith and stuff. And mm, I didn't, yeah. She's not my, like, particularly, I'm not like. I enjoy her. I watched her, I listened, watched, listened to her album and <laughs> it was all right, but it wasn't, it didn't move me. That song with Burner, that song with Burner Boy, I'm just a bit like. People love it. I don't. I don't understand it. People really I mean, enjoy it. I like, it's called I, Secrets, right? I'll be honest. Is it Be Honest? I think it's called Be Honest. I oh, I don't know. I think it's called Secrets. Bruh, if I knew. Man. Anyways, but I don't like it. And I love, I actually really enjoy Burner Boy's album because mm. Burner Boy's love my life. I, oh, I told you, I met his mother at Afro Nation. I literally met him did in, in the VIP section. Oh. I, I was like... Why are you speaking to his mother? Because I was like, hey, auntie. <laughs> you're so extra. Oh, yeah, mother. I was like, hey, we had oh a Oh my chat. God, you're so She's annoying like, and extra. Where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Zanzibar, Tanzania. Oh, you speak Swahili? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to Nigeria for Christmas. She's like, oh, I wanted her to be like, oh yeah, like, can stay with me. But obviously she didn't. You are a stranger. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we She's had not going to invite you to we her house. So It was great. We literally just sat and chat and it was great. I mean, like just... We didn't say, okay, we stood, but still. Oh, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> vibes, innit? No. But yeah, we did vibes. Um, oh, yeah, she's, a Gemini, she's a Gemini. Is she? Georgia. When so is she born? She's coming just to skedaddle people's lives. That's why. No, she's not. Okay. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that happened. Anyway. No, she's not. What? Quote, wow. Ah, okay, um, but Georgia. Yeah, Remember, your Mercury's in retrograde. I don't even know what my, my Mercury's fine. We're out of that. What does that mean I'm when you're free. Can I just, like, what does it mean I'm when free. your Mercury's in retrograde? I actually don't get it. Obviously, I take the piss out of it. It depends on when. What um, is the retrogression? 
Oh, so, oh, okay. So basically when Mercury is going around doing its thing on yeah. Earth, it goes on a, when it's in retrograde, it goes on a backspin. Does that mean everything is just mad? Uh, it depends. Sometimes No, I'm ruled by the... Um, you're ruled by Mercury. By Mercury yeah, yeah, you and Virgo are ruled by Mercury. So what, does it affect us more when Mercury's in retrograde? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell. This is why shit was happening. <laughs> this is why. Yeah. When Mercury's in retrograde, it's a thing. And that's why the Saturn return is a lot, because my, my sign's in Saturn. So your change is mad. Your decisions are going to be like... Drastic. They're going to be drastic. I'm going to come like with 10, 10 different piercings <laughs> and blue hair. I'll be like, oh, this is where I'm at right now. I'm no longer Alex Reed. I'm yeah. A Rizzle. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, I literally the other day, it's so weird how you say this because I want a, a tattoo now. Oh, so do I. But then I'm like, that's Mad Haram. Anyway, let's move on. That sounds, <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds like an issue for you and your. That issue. seems like a personal problem. That's like a problem for you and yours. Because <laughs> I will be getting tattooed. And I know exactly what I want. Okay. And like, every time I explain it to people, and at first they're like, what? And then I explain it and they're like, oh, that's really nice. And I was like, thank you. Mm. Um, well, you can't get it. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Do you want entry into paradise? That is what you need to focus on. Yes. Anyway. I will I will enter with my I'll be like, look at my Moving forward. <laughs> moving forward. Um my sorry, that was po- Alex, why? <laughs> so Alex is being such a mess on this episode today. Like why is he looking at his bicep? Because it's just popping out there. I'm, I oh, I'm sorry. Are you really flexing for people that can't even see us right I'm now? Flexing for myself. <laughs> and you just happen to be looking, okay? That's your, that's your own. Flexing for people that can't even see us. Wow. Oh, wow. That voice. Now they're going to be like, that bicep. Oh, Hashtag, that bicep. bicep. <laughs> um, so this has been fun. Oh, okay, so what are you watching? Oh, yes. Um, Alright, it's going to be funny. So I went back and started rewatching The Vampire Diaries. Oh my god. From season one. And I absolutely love it. Back to being Team Damon. I thought I was Team Stefan, but actually no. I haven't watched this show since my teens. Damon is dark. I like I like the fact that Damon is like just But he's dark but not because his character growth within the first season alone was spectacular and I know it's trash but it's not because Mm. I love it Mm. okay so that's what I'm watching I finally today I'm actually gonna go home and watch the first episode of Fleabag because I'm tired of white people talking about it and I have no clue what they're talking about yeah that's true actually Fleabag's supposed to be very good I've got the the box set on BBC iPlayer also Um, I can watch it on BBC iPlayer yeah so I think seasons one to three white people love it and I'm like I have no clue what it's about I really want to watch it what is Um, it about okay I guess you haven't seen it so you wouldn't know (laughs) I haven't seen it but I'm just like as I said in my head I'm like I don't have no clue what it's about everyone to keep talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge stars in it that's what I know. So it's just a white woman. Listen, watch. We'll watch it. We'll figure it out right, as we cool. go. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna finally watch that. Um, and also I've been watching films because of the um I've been hosting the guest hosting the BBC Four BBC Radio Four film program. So watched um. Are they out yet? Or did they are yeah. they pre recorded? Pre recorded, but they out like they come out the next day. Oh, okay. I'm done now. So it was a three part series. Oh okay. Um, and the first one we looked at um, Quentin Tarantino so it's called Where, Where to Begin With kind of taking somebody who's not a film critic so me essentially and um, alongside two film critics who kind of run me through mm. the types of films and then I have to watch one film and dance. I have to watch one film and 
kind of come with my like layman's opinion mm. of that film and what I think of it um, as like a first timer person watching even though I've seen some of the other films it's just taking a look at a certain director mm-hmm. so the first one was Quentin Tarantino um, and the second one was the films starring Tilda Swinton watched Orlando and the last one was Pe- Pedro Almodovar um, a Spanish um, director and <sighs> I which, watched which films from sorry Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown um, it's very funny so it's not you know any madness but it's usually quite a dark director there so I'm thinking really Pedro Almodo- Almodo- Pedro Pedro Almodovar <laughs> somebody else was saying Almodovar but it's actually Almodovar it's the first word I ever pronounced okay. correctly on the first time um, yeah and so I've been watching like you know big big films um, from after work but I'm out of work now so I can watch films free. I mean you're not out of work you're on a break yeah but I'm still no technically worries. unemployed Anyway. It was just a job in sight. <laughs> Guys, I have six weeks off. It's a holiday. I'm going to Zanzibar. I'm going to Bali, inshallah. And I have time by myself. And also, I have a mission. Finish a novel in six weeks. Alex has to hold me accountable. To what, to read? No, finish, mm. to write. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Write a novel in six weeks. Okay. So you have to hold me accountable. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, when I start working, it's going to be mad. So. so starting from September. October. No, then write it. Uh, what's the day? What's the day after Carnival? Twenty seventh. Why don't you start? Why don't you start first of September? It's a Saturday. Hmm. It makes it easier to then monitor the six weeks from the first to the middle of October. Personally, okay, obviously. I like I I like Bolbear. Bolbear. Pedro Almodovar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What so, are you watching? Um, me, I am watching. Oh, okay. I was going through my fantasy shit again. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So I watched The Magicians. Ooh. Um, that was on Amazon Prime. I think they've got seasons one to three on Amazon Prime. I remember watching season one and then um, deciding that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, we watched it again and then go through to season two and three. Um, it's annoying because there's five seasons and they only have seasons one to three on Amazon Prime and I won't be watching it any other way <laughs> so I'm like I'll wait for it to come back because I can't be dealing with all this buffering and streaming and yeah. trying to find all these cookies and li- I'm not doing it yeah. I'm sorry we legit out here um, I'm sorry I've watched, bear, I've watched bear things actually it's illegal let me go through so we've got <laughs> so, so we've, I watched The Magicians um, yes. really good um, basically <laughs> it's basically a mashup of like Harry Potter Narnia um, Lord of the Rings what um it's really weird. It's basically there's this there's this university called Break Bills in like this fancy land in New York, no, in okay. New York, in like upper state New York. But it's a postgraduate school, right? So they only take on postgrad students. So like all up until they are like twenty one, they are then in this place. Mm-hmm. So they have to do an entrance exam. They do the test, and the test morphs itself to based on you, the person. And then they have, oh, then, they, then, then they got to do a physical demonstration of magic. And stuff. <laughs> it's quite dark. It's quite dark in places. It's quite humorous in places. Um, really good. It's on Amazon Prime. Watch it. Um, so I feel like, Alex, you're really in the wrong profession. You really should just work for Prime. I should work for Amazon Prime. Amazon even, Prime. Even though Amazon have mad, 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 crazy 
um, HR issues. Well, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I know, I know, but they're mad. I wouldn't work there. treat the employers wildly. I wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, so Amazon Prime. So there's that. Then I watched. I watched Big Little Lies on um, Sky. Right. So that's seasons one to two. Everybody moves mad in there. Love it. Um, do you know what it's about? Everybody has loads of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, was ki- I was killing these seasons. I think for me, I consume... Is that the one where it's like Meryl Streep yeah, with everybody in it? I tried one episode, yeah. I put it back down. I consume um, content, like, like TV content. I'm I consume a, I'm a it content consumer. a lot. Yeah, so I'm just I like, don't. oh my God. But again, it's the whole technical thing. I'm watching it for how it's written, what's yeah. there, what, what makes a good story, what builds a good story, how these characters are yeah. developed, etc. Big Little Lies stars Reese Witherspoon. It stars Nicole Kidman. It stars Alexander Skarsgård. It stars uh, Meryl Streep's in the second season. Yeah. But brilliant, 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 brilliant. So it's just about suburban white women. Suburban white Sending. women who move mad. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, I think even... Um, I watched the, I watched half of the first episode. Zoe like, Kravitz is in it. Zoe Kravitz is in it. It's intense because I was like, ooh, like, like my sensitivities were like peaked really? through this. I was like, ooh, this is a bit, this yeah. is a bit, lo- this is a lot. But anyway, really good. Um, Handmaid's Tale. I watched right, the should I watch it? One, I... I've watched seasons one and two. <laughs> I watched the first season up until <sighs> she she left the okay. master's house. July, whatever her name is, June, whatever yeah. you call her, she she annoys me. She annoys me. She annoys me. Like this woman, like of all the people in this thing, everybody else is about this life. They're trying to leave Gilead. Yeah. She's out here like, no, I have to be a martyr. I'm like, you just go away. You are being given the ticket to leave to go to Canada yeah. so many times. But yet you want to do at the last minute to turn back and I'm sorry like now you so I'm going to I'm going to watch it watch it um it's very intense it made me think like there are so many countries that are that are actively going through this yeah. in particular ways um it made me really it made me realize not realize but I was looking at it and thinking religion um when used Man's when, interpretation. when man when yeah. men not man when men when men interpret it in the way that they want it to be interpreted it's peak it's peak for everybody so I was like you know what I mean for those of you who haven't watched it um, Gilead is, is was it was formerly the United no Gilead United States is now Gilead mm-hmm. Gilead is a place in the Bible in, in the new in the Old Testament at the very beginning handmaidens handmaidens are like the lowest rank of women well the second to lowest rank of women in the society that they're at because they basically are sexual slaves for um, husbands and wives yeah. because the husbands and with wives are quote unquote barren but again it's, it's infertility it's, it's, issues it's yeah. infertility issues but it's but they never question whether the man, the man is sterile they always say mm-hmm. the woman is barren so mm-hmm. these men rape the hand wives hand, hand maidens and they their wives are there their wives are there holding these women it's odd. a mess oh, and this, the, this shit is in the bible so I'm a bit like okay um, yeah anyway so there's that they're watching that um, watch that I kind of put that on pause because it was a lot there was a lot happening um, what else was there that I watched? So I heard to watch The Boys. You told me to watch The Boys. The boys. Have you finished it? I w- yeah, of course. Tell I. me it's not cancelled. It's not cancelled. It's been renewed for a second season. Fantastic. Okay, um, I'm going to watch that because like, my, my other friends was like, oh, I should watch it. And I was like, oh, I think I have like Alex. It's very good it. when superheroes are celebrities. Yeah. Um, and it's a dark comedy. It's a black comedy. Yeah. So I think you, I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah. It's actually quite, it is funny in places. Some bits that you think, should I be laughing? 
Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, really good. Um, that's on Amazon Prime too. Um, what else is there? Dear White People, season three is on Netflix. Um, I enjoyed it. I watched the first episode, put it down, I'll say I enjoyed season three. Season three is a season three. Season three is a typical season three for any of those long running seasonal, like, um, shows. You know, yeah. when you get to season three, it's like that middling mm. bit where it's like, if the investor storyline is strong here, there's not, there's not much, there's not much yeah. we can do. Um, what else? Okay, so that's Dear White People. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm watching Grimm again. Um, not again, but back in the day, I started it in 2011, and I think I watched the first season. So every time I'm like, Alex, let's go out. This is what you're doing. This is what you're <laughs> saying no for. This is what you're it's doing. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's um, it's that though. Yeah. It's but then that. I go, no, 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 it's, it's no, it's not. I'm, it's I'm, I'm, when I'm, when I leave the house, I leave the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of, and those are the things that I've been watching. Um, well, guys, you've got all your recommendations. They're really good. I just think people should watch good stuff, good quality things. I just think people should watch good stuff. Good, good stuff, good quality things. And these are just beautifully written things. I, I want to watch Euphoria next. Oh, so do I. Um, the trailer yeah, looks so Zendaya, good. Yeah, um, and stuff. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just enjoyment. Nice. Enjoying. Solitary enjoyment. Solitary. The en- best way to enjoy. Enjoyment. <laughs> You're such an idiot. And I love watching Who Do You Think You Are as well, Mondays on BBC. That's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh God, I, I went to watch the Mo Gilligan show, the um, latest, really? of, latest of Mo Gilligan. What yeah. do you mean you went to watch it? So You, know, you were in the audience? Yeah, I was in the audience. Wow, yeah, you pagan. Okay, so my cousin got tickets. Okay, still a pagan. I mean, I went... Anyway, Did you enjoy it? It was really good. So yeah. Mo, Mo is so funny. Like, he's a really funny guy. Um, it's just really... It was, it was it was dope to watch. Like, because obviously I want my own TV show one day. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at him and was like, you are an inspiration. You are... You two, oh. you two are Jamaican. Your name is Mosiah. I thought it was Mohammed. I thought it was Mosiah. 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 Mad. Hmm. I thought it was Mohammed as well. Yes, yeah, so I. I was like, oh, oh even no, not even that. Morris. Mosiah. I would have Morris. Morris or something. Mosiah. Okay, so like Mo Gilligan, like it was an amazing, amazing production stuff. Like, um, very, very well produced. He's got the composers who are uh, amazing. Brit- a British band, yeah. I love the composers. Yeah, they're they're the, they're the house band for the show. Oh, amazing. So, and he like he really taps into like a lot of like UK kind of elements. Yeah. So I think he's got this game called Rhymes and Grimes. Um, do you remember like on the Jimmy Fallon show? You know when like they do the yeah, um, thing yeah. and, they, and they got yeah. to do like they got to sing a song in, in this voice, whatever. Rhythm, yeah. He kind of does that. Um, and it's like, and he, and I think each week he changes the genre. So one week Jesse J was on it one week, and it was like um, R&B. Um, one week it was like garage. One week it was like hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, and he does it. I and mean, in like, you know, he's high energy. It's really yeah. good. Um, and the thing is, and it's, and it's like it's not even that. Just Do they the, give you like cars to be like now laugh. No, 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 no. But the thing is, like, obviously they got the director there that'll be like, guys, we're gonna need to do the the applause again. Yeah. We're gonna come. Like, so three, two, one. <laughs> You're like, ah, whatever. But also, but Mo's like, he's really, he's really in tune with the audience. Like, he's very like, he's very mindful of the of the team that he has around him. He's very like, you know, he's he's very much like, guys. There might be people here that you don't know. There might be people here that you do know. But I please give them the same energy and respect that yeah. you would give the one that you do know. Um, 
you know, like he's just really trying. He's like, you know, I want to get it to season two. I want to do another series of this. Um, so guys, just please just show as much support as you can. Blah, 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 blah. So uh, he's uh, like, it's, uh, it's great. Like, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, any announcements? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, London I, podcast. Yeah, we're festival, gonna be at London guys. podcast festival in oh, a few weeks now. September the twelfth. September the twelfth, seven thirty. It's very important that you get your tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, tickets will be in the description. Um, we'll, we'll have them very, out. We'll have an announcement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, there. So it's very important. <sighs> conversations. Conversations. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. And it, this is like the live, as we've said, this is the live show to come to. To come to, yeah. If you've missed out one before, this is the one that you should change yeah. plans for. Yeah, yeah, Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your auntie, tell your grandma, tell Can't all those me. people here. Yeah, tell your grandma, she might not like Can't what we say. Me. She might not like what we talk about. But I mean, tell your friends. Grandma, like, tell your grandma. Tell your cool auntie. Maybe she wants to, you know, know about what the young people are doing these days. Um, are thinking these days. Tell your, tell your hip. Auntie, the one that acts like Erica Badu. You know, I the feel one, like you the need to not... tell your boring auntie so she needs to get a life. <laughs> I feel like that's the auntie that actually needs I'm this show. Screaming. But yeah, um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, check out my podcast, What Matters of Alex Reads, come back, coming to you every Wednesday. Um, I don't know what else there is to, to mention. Um, if you see me in the street, I'll walk past me. <laughs> Wait, this would have been out after Carnival. So if you saw Alex and he was acting a fool. Um, you don't know me. Please email in and tell me what he was doing. Or my name. Okay. Yeah. Just. If you see me, just don't say nothing. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Just, just don't. If you, yeah. yeah. It, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, we all have one life to live. Absolutely. And everybody would be getting on bad. So there's that. Um, no further ado. We have no further ado. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.